Hi, I'm Pat. Join me as I take you on a journey with my life and how I'm able to explore kinky sex in a Christian environment. Welcome back, all you beautiful people, to another episode of the Kinky Christian Podcast. This is going to be a good one. I've got with me again. You loved him last time, so we brought him back. I've got James. Um, and this episode, we're going to dig into... Uh, it, it's, I hate kind of using this word, but it's what it's called. It's called the lifestyle. And... James, what when when I say or when someone comes to you and says, you know, I'm in the lifestyle, what does that actually mean? What's the lifestyle? What does you know? What does it encompass? To me, that that's just them saying that they practice something different than the mainstream, something out of the norm. Right, you know, right, that. and it could be anything, um, but they just they've found a different way to view sex in their life. So they, so they incorporate that into their lifestyle. And it could be, again, it could be a person's lifestyle is independent to them. They don't have to live. I don't have to live your lifestyle. You don't have to live my lifestyle. Right. But we can, all, we can all live the lifestyle. Right. So, so what I'm hearing, and, and he's kind of saying exactly what I'm thinking, the lifestyle can be anything i mean it's just a way of saying look we do things a little different than mainstream so the lifestyle can be anything from just occasionally going out and once a year you know having uh you know a little whipping session or you know dressing up to to have a little play party where, you know, she's wearing the school girl outfit and, you know, you're the classroom teacher to uh, kind of what we do where it's a 24-7 um, master-slave-dom-sub lifestyle where it, it incorporates into every part of our lives. So you got this, this big, broad thing called the lifestyle. And you got to kind of look at it as like a bowl of nuts almost you know it, exactly it's exactly like a giant giant bowl, bowl full of, of nuts, nuts. <laughs> in more ways than one sometimes <laughs> but when you get like a thing of mixed nuts you know you can have everything to what people consider the plain little peanut it's really riding the nut metaphor <laughs> gotta love the nuts <laughs> i was born with them man so you can have like the, the peanut, which is like the general, but then you get, you know, the almonds and the cashews and all these different things. And each one has its own flavor and its own style and different people like, you know, I don't like the pecans, but I like the walnuts and I don't like, you know, the pistachios, but oh, you know, I, I, I dig, you know, whatever. So the lifestyle is just like this big giant bowl of nuts. And it, I think maybe trying to define it is what's actually dividing us you know is the problem defining that is the problem essentially so maybe maybe we shouldn't be trying to define it maybe we should just be accepting of accept it, maybe. it you know 
Well, and that's that's not, and I'm going to go off a little bit, but that's kind of the the problem with society in general. I Absolutely. Mean, when you look at society, people people in the lifestyle are just people. There's there's nothing different about us. I mean, I take a shower once a year, just like James. I you know I wear. Uh, I knew I was forgetting some. Well, it's not that time yet. I missed last year. Oh. It is that time. <laughs> but we we do things normal. Just like everyone else. No, just <laughs> So it it just it's people. And just like in society, people can be judgmental. They can be, you know, hypocritical. They can they can be mean and, and bullies. Same thing happens in here, you know. There's there's definitely two types of people in this world that I have seen. You got those that respect others and care about others and care about I don't want to say so much rules, but like a structure and and just having things in place. And then there are those who just kind of just say to hell with everything. You know, I I, I don't care that you know, I stole your bike, you know, I wanted it, I took it. I don't care. I don't care that you said your safe word, you know, you're going to get beat, you know, and I, I've seen it. I've seen both sides. So, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. People are people and they're going to be people. So if the more we label each other, I think you're right. The more you try to label it and define something instead of just saying, oh, that's who you are. Well, great you know that's not who i am but that's who you are I, I think the more we can do that the better off we are you know not just absolutely in in the kink community and lifestyle but in life in general so and having uh been in the community there even within the community there's people that will look down or shun a person for their chosen lifestyle um, just because it's different than theirs. The, yep. the issue is everyone has a lifestyle. Yep. Everyone. Um, just because their lifestyle is not yours doesn't give you any leg up on them or any advantage over them. They just are choosing to live a different way than you are. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. It, it, with the caveat that they're not harming somebody who does not consent to be harmed. Correct. I mean... That you're back to consent again. Right. Like, as long as, as, long you as have it's consent, a consensual thing, hey, have more fun. power to you. Yep. That, that, that's, that's what God wanted us to do. He gave us sex for a reason. You know, He gave us life in abundance. So, as long as you're not hurting someone, go for it. And, and, and I'm glad you brought up the whole, uh, some people try to, shame others and and as a, a Christian and also in the kink community I don't know if you've experienced this um, but it's kind of a double whammy on some sometimes because uh, if if I share my kink lifestyle with my Christian friends they like to, oh, that's wrong. That's a sin. That's not how God intended it. Where you can find nothing in the Bible that says it's wrong. 
But then you go to the kink community and they find out you're a Christian and they're, they kind of shy away from you because they think, oh, they're going to judge me. So now because they think I'm going to judge them or, you know, be some super Christian on them, they start judging me right. and, and separate themselves from me as a Christian when I'm like, hey, that's not why, you know, I, that's, that's not me at all. You know, Jesus was about love, where to love others. And, you know, it, it, so as a kinky Christian, it, it's, you get it from both sides, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a line that it's very hard to walk, which is why we're doing this podcast, you know, not just to educate you on, on kink and, and BDSM and, and power exchange relationships and that kind of stuff, but to educate you on what God says about sex. So, um, I kind of a good lead in power exchange relationships. Huge part of the community is, at least from what I've seen, is power exchange. There's a million different kinds of power exchange relationships. Um, Everything from leather, you know, uh, to the 50s, to, you know, master slave, to to bedroom dom sub, to, um, you know, temporary ones, just to do a scene, you know, I've seen people, and and that's a power exchange. When you do a scene with somebody, you are, as James mentioned in a previous episode, you're exchanging this power, this energy that flows. And, and that's kind of the whole point is of the power exchange relationship. It's just what, what level do you take it to, you know? Um, so power exchange relationships are a huge part of the community. Um, I choose, me and, and, and my wife, we choose to live as master-slave 24-7. Um, it's not for everybody. Definitely not for everybody. Uh, it's, it's a very difficult thing. And to do that as a Christian couple, at first I was a little leery of it, you know, because you hear the word master and then you hear slave and your mind automatically jumps to slavery. And it's not like that at all. It has nothing to do with like American slavery or anything like that. It, and when you look at how a master slave and you can develop it however you want, but when you look at how it develops, it's a submission. It's a 24-7 submission of one to the other. And in the Bible, God tells the wives to submit to their husbands. I mean, it really parallels exactly what the Bible wants us to do. You know, As a master yourself, you have no control over your slave other than the control that she allows you to have over her. Absolutely. So I think that's huge for people to understand when differentiating master slave and the community, the kink community, as opposed to slavery. You know, those master slaves, it was it was just pain and driven and you know, they they controlled them and made them do what they didn't want to do. Whereas in in BDSM and in the life the lifestyle, <laughs> the only control a master has is what's given to him. Correct. So little education for you guys you know you you will hear hear the terms master and slave it's not what you think it is it's not in any way shape or form a um 
unconsensual domination of another person. So it goes back to what what you've been drilling from the beginning is consent. The issue with slavery, American slavery, and not only American slavery, everyone uh, practiced slavery back then. Right. Um, the problem with that was they removed the the slave's consent. The, the slave had no they weren't choosing to be a slave. Right. Now, if you just switch that and like. Um, people were like, if someone was so desperate and broke that like the only thing they could do is go work for someone like a, rich like a bond and servant. yes, they, they could, they choose like, Hey, can I work for you in exchange for room and board and food? That's not a slave. That right. is someone That's who, a servant. well, I would say it's a, a symbiotic relationship. The person needs money and food and, and uh, shelter and this person has it. So Hey, I will trade my labor for that. That to me is not slavery at all. It's just it, that's it's, it's work. It's work. <laughs> it's called that's work. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called it's, a job. It's what I do when I go one. to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, and I, I think it's. I'm going to say it's probably true for most in in our type of relationships that. And I know I've talked to you about this before. When you have a, a power exchange relationship, especially when you're uh, master slave 24-7, the bonds that develop are so deep, so intimate. I mean, um, just kind of give you guys an example. Uh, when we, me and my, my wife had our collaring ceremony, uh, she a collar is what you wear as a to show like it's kind of like a wedding ring for a power exchange relationship. That collaring ceremony meant more, and the collar itself meant more to my wife than the wedding ring I put on her finger thirty years ago. Um, this was truly when when you get married, you know, you promise to love and cherish and obey and all the good things until death do you part. But when you collar somebody, I mean, that takes takes things to a whole different level. I mean, that is like full submission of not just you know body but soul, and I mean, and you you merge. You really merge. Well, that's the, that's the thing about it. It's a different level of commitment. It's not you. You go and you commit yourself to marriage. That's one level. But when you, as a submissive, uh, choose to relinquish your um, your say to another person, that's a that's a, a much higher level of a commitment. And as you operate in that new higher level of commitment, the the bonds that you have between uh, you and another person, and it could be any other person, but anytime you're you're practicing that that uh, relinquishing of say, um, it, it's going to lead to a deeper level of trust and commitment. Trust, trust is huge, because I mean, think about it. When when you get married, yeah, you trust your spouse, but when you enter into that kind of a commitment. You are, I mean, that's trust, man, because mm -hmm. I, you know, I trust you, but I don't know if I trust you like that. You know, right. I mean, that is just, that's huge. 
Obviously, yeah. So I think you hit the nail right there, trust, the, the level of trust that, that goes into that commitment, which then develops such a level of intimacy. Absolutely. That it, it's just unbelievable. That, that's the thing. Trust and intimacy, they always go hand, hand in hand. hand. If you're having an issue with intimacy, it's probably an issue with trust. Yeah. So, and it, if you have a trust issue, there's going to be no intimacy. Typically, that's you know, what I've found, yeah. Well, and, and there's a difference between intimacy and just sex. I mean, you can have sex without trust. But that intimacy, there's, right. there's got to be that level there to, to do it. So I know we're kind of deviating a little bit, but we just want to share with you that the lifestyle is, is, is so much. It's everything. It's everything, you know, and it, it doesn't, it can be as open as you want it to be. It can be as closed as you want it to be. It can be, you know, as, as big and extravagant as you want it to be, or it can be just this tiny little thing you do once a year. I mean, the lifestyle itself is just, it's really, to me, without definition. Right. You know? And that's, you hit the nail on that. It is without definition because every person gets to define it for themselves. for themselves. Like, that's the beauty of the lifestyle. You get to say what it is. And that's an awesome power. It is. And nobody can tell you you're wrong. Right. Because if it's right for you, that's what you got to worry about. You know, well, wait, no, someone can tell you you're wrong. Your partner can definitely tell you right. you're wrong. And, and oh, trust me, she'll probably watch this and, and tell you you've been wrong quite a few times. I'm so used to that. <laughs> happens all the time, every day. Yeah. Some master we are. Right. <laughs> master of getting things wrong. Hey, if you're going to be good at something, I mean, you might as well be the master, right? Well, doesn't, I, doesn't I try to what? be perfect. If getting things wrong, I try to be perfect. So you are the master at imperfection. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So to kind of sum things up, the lifestyle is what you make it for yourself. And don't let people try to pigeonhole you into something that that you don't want or you don't agree with. And, and don't let them shame you because you see things a little different than they do. Right. You know, it, it it's... It's all individual, you know, and as long as it's consensual, that's the key. The key, I mean, we, we've talked about the three pillars, but of them three pillars, consent, consent, that's it. If, if someone came to us, I think we would both agree, if someone came to us and said, what's the most important thing about any part of, of this, consent. You have to have that first. You gotta have that first before it goes anywhere. So, with that, we're going to kind of end this one. You guys uh, go out and figure out your lifestyle for yourself. Again, if you have any questions, comments, uh, you want to tell James how wrong he is, feel free. I, I will pass that word right on to Don't him. Have to get in line after my wife, though. Oh, that's a long line right there. She, she's taking all the numbers in that Rolodex there. So. She's so smart. <laughs> well, she married you, right? It's the best decision she ever made. Exactly. So any questions or comments, guys, uh, suggestions for future podcasts, hit us up, thekinkychristianpodcast.com, or not .com. What am I saying? We should get a .com, though, shouldn't we? We ought to sure. get the kinkychristianpodcast.com. Anyway, thekinkychristianpodcast at gmail.com. So uh, let us know what you think. 
Until next time, stay safe, take care of each other, and God bless.